Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. everyone welcome to the Prosecco podcast with me Miss Danny Tease and me Miss Fluffy. <laughs> I forgot who I was. That's a really good start. I forgot who I was and where I was and what we were doing. I usually say Danny and I just went from my other Yeah name. I think that's what it is. You just threw me with that. I was like what are we doing now? What is she doing? Where are we? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know why that came out. I think it's just because I was on Instagram and that's my name. Yeah. And that's all came out. You just drew me. Why did you punch me into that? <laughs> and then I choked. Um, so... <laughs> I didn't even know who I was for a second. <laughs> so it's called the Prosecco Podcast. We actually don't have Prosecco today. We're doing this completely sober. <laughs> I think we do, though. You think we do. Not for the first time this evening since we've been recording these either. No, I, I don't even think we need Prosecco. <laughs> I don't even think we do. It probably, probably made less yeah. sense without it, though. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. We probably make more sense once we've had a drink, I feel. Yeah. Mr. Andre Lodas going to listen to this. I was going to say, it's like, not too late to go and get some, but it's dark outside. It's dark, and it's wet. <laughs> it's dark. The shop's within the gates. <laughs> yeah. But we're doing all right. So today's podcast topic is cosmetic surgery um are there limits to what is good and what is bad so what do you what do you think i mean <laughs> what is good and what is bad i've certainly had cosmetic surgery what is evil and what is bad yeah i mean i've had cosmetic surgery so if anyone doesn't know out oh, there my boobs are <laughs> no no <laughs> No, I've been playing with you all these years and you're telling me you just didn't eat your greens. They just grew. They grew from when you first met me and I had yeah. nothing. They grew and they grew. The rest of me has also grown. But that was later. That wasn't when I was Do you, have you ever regretted having plastic surgery? No. Love them. I've got great boobs. <laughs> Your face, then, like, yeah. oh my god, why would I regret it? Yeah, some people do, they haven't taken out, and then that's even worse because you get lollipop scars. Oh god, yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah, like I'd, I'd never take them out. Mm. Like, I don't, you don't look good at them. No, I love them. Sometimes I think maybe I went that little bit too big, maybe slightly smaller would be they're fine now, but when I was wearing like size six clothes. I would have to, like, everything would fit size six on the rest of my body and I'd have to buy a big size because my boobs, like, it, it's fine with clothes that stretch you, but for fabrics that weren't stretchy, if you wear, like, a nice dress with a zip, yeah. like, I'm not doing that up. It's not getting done up. So there was a while there where I was, like, I was, like, really thin and I was, like, I just, it's really hard to shop. Or, like, you'll buy a dress and you'll buy the, and then it will just hang, or a T-shirt will just yeah. hang. And then, like, rather than sitting tight to your body, so then you just look 
big because yeah it, yeah so there were times when I did but now I'm not a size six so I kind of if I'm buying like a like a 10 mm. then I'm good <laughs> my boobs fit yeah would you have more I wouldn't have the main thing bigger because then I'd face that same problem again I'd have to buy a bigger size and my, yeah. rest of my body would be but would you have different would I have different um I've had in the past I've had a couple of Botox is that kind of, it's cosmetic surgery, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. So I've had Botox like twice ever in my life. So I'm not even for like, it was like five years ago the last time I had it. So, but that's like, that's a, that's not like a permanent fix, is it? It goes yeah. away. So I have had that. I would have it again. I just don't want to pay for Botox. And that's, and I've had a fringe for the last year and a half. So I didn't need it. Now I'm growing my fringe out. I'm sure I will succumb at some point and I will get it definitely. Mm. Like I'm, yeah. So I would, I I mean, yeah, I think things that are, like, not a permanent fix, like, you know, if you put the lips on, it's not permanent, like, cool. Mm. I, I think my lips are okay, I don't really need them done at the moment, but they may come a point where I start getting older and mm. I might feel like I need to do that because your skin might go funny on them. Yeah. I, I may. I definitely, yeah, like, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think, again, like, not everybody's going to want it, but then don't knock people that do. I think it's gone a bit far. I think some people yeah. are taking it too far. And really, the cosmetic surgeons should say no. And I think... So it wasn't you had to be a nurse or a doctor to administer Botox. Yeah, because it's a poison. What's yeah. Poison? But now, it seems like people are doing these fillers and things and they're not yeah. qualified. So how... What's changed there? I have no idea what's changed there. And I do... That's where my issue lies with it. It's more, I think, with unscrupulous practitioners than it is with people. Because I think if you go to a decent practitioner they should be telling you when it's not needed. They should be advising you against having it too regularly. Um, and they shouldn't be just allowing you to go, like you don't need Botox every month. No. You don't need filler every month. And no practitioner out there should be let, allowing you to do that. And also there's a level, like, like you see people with lips that have their lips done and like yeah. it's cool. But then I've seen people that now who've got a massive, massive lips. And like, like that isn't, like any type of natural lip shape that that person would ever have. So I get like, yeah. you know, get on the field a little bit, but it's like, come on, this person now looks mm. like a character. Like they look like an actual Bratz doll. I yeah. think people look like <laughs> yeah. Bratz dolls because yeah. they've gone too far. And then the fillers in their faces, they've gone too far. And surely an actual medical doctor or yeah. nurse wouldn't do that. They'd say no. Yeah. So I obviously used to work for a cosmetic surgery group. I'm not going to name them, but I used to work from them. So I, our nurse there, I asked, I inquired a, about her doing my Botox once and she refused because she was like, you don't need it. So, mm. And that's the kind of people that you want. That should be doing it, yeah. Yeah, and then I've been to another gentleman who is a qualified doctor. And again, he was very good at going, right, well, you can have a little bit there, but you don't need it. You don't need it where you think you need it. Mm. And I'm not going to do it. Um, and equally, like, you should, like, when you're bloody 19, 20, why are you having Botox? Yeah. There's people that are saying it's pre- preventative, but your your skin isn't wrinkling yet. And you've still got the same, you've got the right amount of collagen in your skin at that point. Yeah. Not, so it's not preventative. It's when your collagen starts depleting yeah. that you will then start needing it. And that's later. And actually, if you probably, I don't know, if you keep doing it when you don't need it, your collagen might deplete quicker. Well, well, you're just weakening the muscles, don't you? Yeah. That's all you're doing is you're freezing the muscles. You mm. shouldn't be doing that when you're like 19, 20. Like when I used to speak to our doctors about it, they always used to say that, you you do it as you start to age because then it's always looking natural. So obviously if you've left it too far and you've 
age too much before you've had it. Something like Botox probably won't work and you probably actually need a facelift. But um, doing it way before is no good for you either. Like, yeah. you, And again, this is unscrupulous practitioners because no practitioner, if you're 20 years old and you go, oh, I want Botox, should be giving you Botox. No, but I know people who are not qualified nurses. Like I know ex-models that have their own um, aesthetics companies now. Who yeah, are, I don't who know how doing it's working. Or do, I don't know how it's working. Like, I don't understand it. It's mental. Like, you are using something that in the wrong hands could probably kill somebody. And it's like, surely you should need to know exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether the law changed. I don't, I don't know. But I, it seems like it's not quite, unless they're not using Botox, they're using something else. But also, I just wouldn't trust it. No, I, well, I wouldn't trust it. I used to read the literature that our nurse used to get through when she used to do it. And um, so she was very good at keeping up up to date with everything that was going on within the industry and studies and stuff. And sometimes um, I'd print off her literature for her and if she was busy, I would read it. And Jesus Christ, um, about horror stories about people, because obviously in the wrong place, yeah. that's deadly. Mm. And I'd read the stories about people putting it in the face in the wrong place and hitting main veins and nerves, mm. paralysing people's faces, making their eyes drop. Yeah. Like, you really not have to know your stuff mm-hmm. to know where you're putting that in somebody's face. Because if yeah. you do hit main nerves and arteries and stuff, like, you've really, you've really done, you can really do someone damage yeah. for the rest of their life. I don't understand how it's, it's legal, so... No, I don't. I don't understand how it's not an industry that's regulated more because no. you're essentially injecting someone with poison like that shit that can do somebody a lot of damage. You shouldn't. Mm. You shouldn't just be a hairdresser or a model who just on a course for a couple yeah. of days. There's loads of ex models that do it. Yeah, that's, I would never. I always go to someone like we say a nurse or a doctor because yeah. I would never. And I've worked and worked, having worked in a cosmetic surgery industry as well the horror mm. stories that i've seen mm. and it hasn't put me off surgery but it would definitely make me do a lot more research into where yeah, i was yeah, going and doing he was, for you, yeah. yeah and he was doing anything for me botox filler surgery yeah i had my my lips done the last time i had my lips done was last year and actually before that i'd I'd, I'd, I'd only ever had it done quite subtly. I'd never had it done regularly, so the filler didn't have a chance to build up because it dissipates mm. naturally over time. So I would leave such a big gap between doing it that it would dissipate. And this time, I don't think I'd left enough gap. And I had it done, and I must admit, I was just like, oh, I've got another joker. <laughs> I just didn't really... And even now, when I look back to selfies I'd taken when I'd just had it done I hate it and I've let it dissipate now and I, I don't think I'd bother having it ever done again because it was the first time I was just like no I hate it I look like I was starting to get a little bit of a tiny it was only a tiny one but I was starting to get like a little duck pal yeah and I was just like no man I look like the bloody joker <laughs> like I love the joker but I don't want to look like yeah him. it's not it's not like your it's, it's not my look idol <laughs> yeah so I and I haven't bothered now and I don't think I would bother I'd have both of this again but I don't think I'd ever bother with that again because mm-hmm. I think that can very quickly go wrong. Yeah. Um, it can very... Well, people seem to get carried away with it. Like, yeah. you obviously said you didn't like it when they did it and it got a bit big, but other people seem to, like, next time they go for more. And it's it's like, yeah. when when does it end? When, when are you, like, telling yourself, like, actually, I've gone a bit far now? Yeah. And I think, personally, for me, I think if you are constantly... So if you're going to, and you're going to have a bit of Botox and a filler and you think, next time I've got to go bigger. They're just not big enough. I've got to go bigger. Mm. And then the next time you're like, no, I definitely need to go bigger. I constantly, you've got to sit and maybe look at yourself and think, 
is there more going on here? Mm. And I used to see it when I used to work for the, with a cosmetic surgery company is that you'd see people and they'd go, no, I just need this done and it'll make me happy. And then they'd have the operation done, they'd be really happy. And then a year later, they'd be back and go, the thing is, I just need this done now. And you just think you're never going to be happy. Yeah. That's more going on mm-hmm. that you're trying to fix with surgery. Yeah. And I'm not against it because some surgery, I've seen people have surgery and it's changed their life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, and they have that one bit of surgery. It changes their life for the better. And they're a completely different person because of it. And good luck to you. But I do think, like you were just saying, like you've got to think question if you're having surgery after surgery after surgery after surgery after surgery. After surgery. Or, you know, filler and Botox after more filler and after more Botox. Is there something going on that you need mm. to address that no amount of filler or Botox or surgery is going to address? I had my eyeliner tattooed. Is that? And I had my eyebrows done, but they're sort of rubbing off now. Yeah, is I've that, had my eyebrows like done. Is that cosmetic surgery? I guess it is. I suppose it is, isn't it? It's altering your appearances. I've had, I suppose even class my tattoos is altering your appearance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had my eyebrows done. I had my microbladed. Mine's worn off now. I had my lips. Mine has gone well. pink now because they like they faded so much. Yeah. So I need. To, I do want to get them done again, but again, it's just a, it's an expense thing. And when electricity is so high, my eyebrows have been forfeited. Sorry, eyebrows. You are not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I had my lips tattooed as well. That did you? Yeah, that hurt. That did. My eyeliner actually didn't was fine because when well, she went over it like three times, mm. and I was really because I was thinking that was going to really hurt. Yeah, and it didn't. And weirdly, and that was God it must be. I don't know how long ago now, but it's still there. Mm. Like it hasn't come off, but my eyebrows have come off. But they they quite were weird. They hurt. And it's weird. Like as you've been yeah. tattooing one bit of my eyebrow, and the pain was somewhere else in my head. It's like yeah, when she <laughs> microbraded my eyebrows and like bearing mind how many tattoos I've got, I was like Jesus Christ, you're setting fire to my face. Yeah, it really <laughs> did sting. Yeah, it's not pleasant, is it? No. Yeah. What is the difference in microblading? How do they do it? Microblading's a blade. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tattoo it's like a, it's almost like a razor blade that they dip in ink and draw the hair stroke on because oh, you can get hair stroke brows then you can get powder brows why are hair stroke brows does that mean they have that no so you can still get them tattooed on but it's hair stroke okay then that's you can what I get them tattooed on but they're powder brows and then you can get microbladed ah it's all very complicated does microblade look like hair strokes yes yeah I wanted them to look like hair strokes yeah, because mine were microbladed hair strokes and they did look really good, but they wore off really quickly. Mm. Uh, and a lot of people who've had microblading, I think, find that. Whereas I've got a friend who's had hers tattooed on with hair strokes and it looks really good. Yeah, but mine did, I mean, they were good for two years and then they started going. Yeah. I, I would have my eyebrows tattooed on again. I'd have eyeliner. I wouldn't have my lips done because that didn't take the first time. Um, I would have surgery. I found a cosmetic surgery in Turkey surgeon even in turkey at the moment i'm really obsessed with his work um because he's he does this like eye lift but it doesn't make you look like a cat or weird or anything else that people seem to be doing these days it just lifts you slightly and because i've got quite heavy eyelid Mm. it would just lift slightly and then while he does that he can do you a nose job and i've never wanted a nose job but my nose actually (laughs) it, it is wonky no, it's fine. It's not. It's actually really it actually bends right to the side, but I contour it so much to make it look straight. Um, but I've got deviated septum, so it does. I like that. It, it does impact on my breathing. But it looks night. nice. Is that this bit the line there? Yeah, I like that. So mine's what you 
like a bent. I like that line that's there. You like a bent nose. No, it's bent. My nose is bent. No one's symmetrical. No, I wouldn't want it. It's not about it being perfect. I just like it less bent. But I'd like my... The reason I like my septum straight is because it does impact on my breathing. Obviously, as soon as I get a cold, I can't breathe. That's when everyone gets a cold. <laughs> yeah, but it impacts on breathing when I don't get a cold. Oh, okay. Like, I do wake up at night and I can't breathe because my nose is wonky. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want the NHS to do it because I find that they'll just break it and then be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Now you can breathe. <laughs> yeah, can breathe. Is that better? Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Again, with me, with me, I like the idea of it. Like I, I, I do look at his work and it's really good. And I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. But for me to actually go and do it, there's a million much more things and more yeah. of a priority to me yeah. than my face looking good. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's, it's my face. Like, I mean, there's so many things I would never have done. Like I'd never have anything like liposuction. I'd feel like just don't relate and go to the gym. Yeah. And also that can be super dangerous, can't it? Uh, yeah. There's not many places that do it. Traditional oh, lipo any ma- anymore. They do la- they do it with a laser now. Right. Because it's very dangerous. Yeah. So they go in, what they do now is they tend to go in, it's called laser lipo or vaser. So they cut a small incision and they go in with a laser and melt your fat. Mm, and then sounds... they can sculpt you. So what they can do is go in with a laser, melt your fat and sculpt you some abs all over there. But then they're not really your abs. Because mm. you didn't work for them. I feel like that's really, like fake abs. I still feel like that's quite invasive. It's like wish abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still, it is still invasive, but it's a lot less... Um, like the traditional life was really dangerous. Or you could just do loads of sit-ups for a long time. Well, the thing is with abs is even doing loads of sit-ups might not necessarily give you How abs. How do you get abs? It, right, so abs. This is the thing with abs, okay? This is the thing that people don't tell you about abs. It also very much depends on how close your abs sit to the surface. So if your abdominal wall sits really close to the surface of your skin, you can be a hyper... This is why you sometimes get people who look like they've got a paunch, but they've got ab definition, is because their abdominal muscles sit really close to the surface. So they can be a high percentage of body fat and you can still see abs. Then you can get people... I think mine are deep, deep down. I've got a really... I have been really lean where you can see what they call your wheel arch. Just I showed you earlier the yeah. picture, didn't I? So you can see this bit, which is what they call your wheel arch, is on a bloke, but you can never see my abs. You couldn't even see a hint of an ab because I don't think mine sit very close to the surface. And I was really lean then. I think that's my problem. You're, yeah, you're also just not... <laughs> yours are on holiday, you know. I'm on holiday. <laughs> I'm on 
<laughs> so yeah, so the thing, this is the thing, people are like, oh, when I used to be a personal trainer and people are like, oh, I want a six pack. And I'd be like, right, okay. Six pack very, very much depends on where your abdominal muscles sit within the body. So genetics plays a huge part. But equally, with ab muscles, nine times out of 10, you've got to be really low in body fat and you've got to try and keep that. So mm. say goodbye to having a life. And what's the point? That's true. What is the point? And, uh, you know, is having muscles really important that you, because you're going to have muscles, but no one's going to see them because you, you never go out and you never go anywhere <laughs> yeah. because you can't, because you can't have a drink and you don't want to go out for a meal and you can't eat anything. It's, it's pointless, isn't it? And don't be wrong. That's a giant sweeping statement because there are people who are relatively lean, Jane Alderton being one, who has who does enjoy his life and does have He's six pack. Annoyingly lucky, He's one of those people. Genetics will be playing a massive part, but equally, Jamie Alderton has been training and have been a physique athlete for the best part of his life, so his body has got used to sitting at a relatively low body fat. So, mm. you know, it's it, you've got to look at the trade off within those things is is it worth giving up all of this for this not really possibly is it? not yeah not, not really it would be nice but no yeah you know and i i always used to say that with clients um when i was personal training and i'm not a kind of personal trainer that'd be like i would never put people on restrictive diets and i never people put take things out of their diet out of their diet they enjoy because at the end of the day you've got one not sustainable because also they'll go back to it it's not as soon as you tell someone you can't have that the first thing you want is that so what is the point it's not sustainable you're not going to stick at it and at the end of the day life is for the living if you like food enjoy your food yeah do you know what I mean? Like the six pack isn't going to bring you any more money, happiness, women, men, love. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to come up to you and go, congratulations, you've got an amazing six pack. Here's a hundred grand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So what's the point? <laughs> um, mm. I think surgery wise though, you know, if, if it's something that I'm all for people doing what they can to make them happy, but equally I also think, and I used to play into this with, with personal training as well. Equally, you've got to think, is it the weight that you need to lose or is it the nose job? Is it the boob job? Is it lipo? Is it your facelift? Or is there something else? Is there a bigger issue at play that maybe if you sorted that out, you wouldn't even be bothered about the yeah. nose job or the lipo or yeah, whatever? Yeah, so be confident in yourself. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I would never say no to surgery. And like I said, I'm super obsessed with this guy's work. But for me personally, there isn't a bigger issue at play. If I had all the money in the world... I might do it, but there's like a million things that have been made way above that before I even think about doing it. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things I look at and go, oh, yeah, maybe, but it's not an issue that I'm like, oh, I can't be happy unless he sorts my nose out. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, yeah, I've lived with it up until now. I'm not really, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you don't like the way my face looks, get out of my face. <laughs> don't look at my face. Very true. <laughs> And also, like, people will start looking the same. So everybody, you know, like, there's a lot of people, a lot of influencers look through their pages and they look the same. I can't tell them apart because they've got the same noses, they've got the same lips, they've got the same, like, contouring on their faces. They all look like exactly the same person, the same, like... What is it, balayage or whatever you want to call yeah, it? Yes. Yeah, is that what we call this? You could just like, swap them out. They're like clones. Influencer 101. Yeah, yeah. like well, you only need one of them. The yeah. rest of them are unnecessary. Yeah, you are right there. You do start to look like... And like, why would you want that? I don't want to look individual. I don't want anyone to really look like me. Like, mm. I, I like looking like me. And I hate it when people Photoshop me too much. Like, I've talked about I work with. And I'm like, can you send me that again? But not Photoshop it. 
I'm like, I don't mind if you get a bit of a bruise or like get rid of yeah. like, lines on my forehead or get rid of a bit of like dark circles under my eyes, which is usually called like makeup or whatever. Yeah. But like, don't make my lips bigger. And he makes my eyes bigger. Don't make my eyes bigger. I don't want bigger eyes. My eyes are the right <laughs> size for my head. That's why they're the size that they are. That's yeah. why I have these eyes. <laughs> yeah. I've had patients come back and I look like, like I actually look like a Barbie doll. And my skin is so smoothed that I look like false. I look like, it's yeah. ridiculous. I'm, I must admit, like, I, I do love dolls housework. But some of my images, when I post them online and they get loads of love, it actually really annoys me because she does heavily Photoshop. Yeah. And when I post those images, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best photo of you ever. And I'm like, go away, because that's not even what I look like. OK, that's me in that's AI me. <laughs> that's not yeah. me. You know, that's they, they are great images, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I love my images that I've got from her, apart from when she removed all my tattoos and didn't tell me she was going to do it. Um, I love all my images from her, but equally, I don't, like I don't, I, it's sort of a love hate thing because the concept of the image is great, I think, mm. but the actual me isn't me. That's the thing. It's, it's like so you have to look at it and go like, this is like a magazine, like properly edited image. Yeah but not like it's not that representative of who the human yeah of who of who i look like and that yeah i'd much rather work with a photographer who kept in yeah flaws are what make you who you are aren't they you yeah. know whether it be a scar that you you know you fell over when you were 10 and you've still got the scar so or... that i'd say get rid of <laughs> my yeah. scar on my knee my scar on my eyebrow because i crept my head into a doorknob there's <laughs> <laughs> only a couple of years ago it really annoys me really yeah so i don't mind I so, again i was sober and I managed to do it. Really? Well, yeah. you say this. I said to you, didn't I? Um, I gave myself a black eye this week, so I managed to face plant my bathroom floor. Yeah. And you can tell when I tell people the story that they're just looking and going, really, did you though? Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, you have to witness my level of clumsy to yeah. believe it, I think. Yeah, I was trying to feed the dogs. And one of the, the big dog had my ex's dog, and he, he would like take my dog's food. So I was trying to put her in my little hallway bit. Pull pull the other dog in whilst pulling the doorknob in. As I pulled it in, I kind of led down and my doorknob was like these massive crystals. And I slapped my eye on it and it hurt. And you know you have that second where you're like, you want to cry because it hurts, but that's not going to fix anything. And I went like that, put my hand to my eyebrow and then all this blood on my hand, I was like, ah, and it was like a pressure, like split open. And if I'd have left it, it like it sort of took ages, to, it wouldn't stop bleeding. If I'd left it, it would have been a really open scar. So I had to get, lock the dogs in, get a cab to A&E. And this was just as lockdown, just before lockdown happened, when COVID was new. So they were being careful on A&E. I actually cabbed myself to A&E. Think they, the, like, honestly, the... Most of them almost thought I'd been punched or whatever. And then I got there. And then the guy on the reception was like, you've got really nice eyes. I was like, what with blood pouring down one of them? <laughs> and then they stuck me back together and I got a cab home. Nightmare. Yeah. Like sober. Yeah, well, this thing. every yeah. Well, when I FaceTimed my bathroom floor the other day, that was first thing in the morning. I was totally sober. I would look into I know there's like laser things and things you can do to try and get rid of scars. So that would be one I'd look at. Or fillers. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I went to get Botox, I'd ask yeah. them to fill that. Because it just really annoys me. Because it's like, I've managed to get this far in life. Yeah. And then I've got a facial scar, which is... I've never even noticed it, though. It's there. You can see it. It's, it's oh, yeah. It, I mean, they yeah. did a really good job of sticking it together. But it's just... I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't want it to be there. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I don't... I, and I think that's the thing. Some of the things that we notice on ourselves, mm. people don't even necessarily notice. Like, I really notice my wonky nose. But you're like, it's not wonky. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got one eye that always goes with skew whiff as well, which I always notice that people other don't, other people don't seem to notice. But like I said, I think if it's going to make you happy, yeah. I'm all for that. But equally, I'm all for 
seeing a bit of character on someone's face. Like you say, I don't want to be a clone of the next person and the next person and the next person and the next person. Okay. That's got no interest to me. And even what I would look for in a man wouldn't be a perfect vision. No. A perfected face. I do like a bit of weather worn human. Yeah, human? I mean I like them. I do like a human. Face. I do like yeah, I do like a human face. I do like a good looking face. <laughs> no, I do like a good looking face, but I like what I would call a weathered Char- face. Character. Yeah. I do like a weathered face. Like I'm not I don't need it to be perfect. No, know? I wouldn't and actually, talking about men, I don't think I'd be in, the type of guy I'd go for wouldn't be the sort of guy that would go for Botox and stuff. I'd go for more ruggedy outdoors type. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I think it's one thing for, but you know what, there are the men that do have stuff yeah. done, men that want stuff done. I don't think I'd, I'm, I'm sure there are guys who wouldn't go out with a girl who's had stuff done and they don't like it. Yeah. So, someone yeah. for everyone kind of thing. But I don't think, I don't think I'd really be interested in a guy that had stuff done. I think wouldn't, yeah. That's, yeah. No, I don't. I, don't, I think vanity in a man is like yes, wash and be clean and keep neat and tidy. But I think that's a step more vanity than I think the kind yeah. of men I go for need. Yeah, like be clean, keep yeah. your hair and your nails neat and tidy. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't want you to be stepping over into makeup, Botox. No, and that's just my personal preference. Yeah. That's not that there's anything against that because actually I love a man in makeup. Yeah, like a drag queen. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a there's um Ruben K. Um I love Ruben K. I'm obsessed with I wonder with if he follows me. There's a guy that follows me who's wears makeup. Mm. Has he got dark hair? No. Okay, it's not him then. And there's Mr. Joe Black. Um there's a few, uh, the Virgin X. There's a few that I've worked with right. in, within Burlesque and I love them in makeup, but it's just if Yeah, I'm, but it's a certain Yeah. Type. Well, to be something. fair, they wouldn't look at me twice either, but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's not um yeah, I do love a man of makeup, but it's not something I would want. You'd be probably fighting over makeup, wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, straight men in makeup, I don't know. Not for me. But, you know. Each yeah, again, each to their own, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I just wouldn't want to be with someone that takes longer to get ready than I do, because most times I don't take that long to get ready. No, so if you're like, quick. if like you're a man and you're in there taking an hour and a half to get ready, like um, I've tapped out, I've probably got ready and got back in my pyjamas and gone to bed by that point. <laughs> so, you know, you've got a limited window to get me out of the house. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think for men, like, like you said, like be neat and tidy, like, you know, I mean, all rugged and whatever, but like be clean. Yes, and, you know, and nails. I'm really fussy about nails. Like they have to be clean. And I get like if someone does like a mechanic job or something. Their nails might be, come home, wash them. Like yes. her, you know, and neat. Like I can't stand long nails. On them. No, no. They have to be like properly neat, cut, tidy, not bitten yeah. but short. Yeah. Um. Just yeah, just take like sort of take care of themselves, but in a, a low key, low key, in a low key way. Yeah. Smell nice. Yes. Yeah, take care of yourself, but in a low-key way, not in a... Yeah, no, I don't like maintenance men. Yeah, like you're not me. borrowing restrainers kind of way. No, my ex did actually used to use restrainers. He's next. Yeah. And took longer to get ready than me. He didn't wear makeup, however. Yeah, I couldn't even do any of that. I think I dated a bloke once I had, that was in a smaller pair of jeans than me. Once oh, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, and once I worked that out, I was just like, oh, I'm out. I couldn't date a man who was, like, narrower than me. That would be weird. That's just a man. I, for me personally, he's got to look like he can pick me up and chuck me over his shoulder if there was a fire. Yes. And if he can't, it, then I'm I'm tapping out. 
Because, yeah. Because I can't feel like the man. <laughs> no, no, I'm really I can't feel like I've got to rescue him from the fire. No, and no, I'm small, so most men are bigger than me. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a good thing. But yeah, I'm definitely just like, no, like real skinny guys. No. 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 I Strong, see, I think I'm quite, he- I'm quite a hefty bird, you see. You're not a hefty bird. I am quite a hefty You're bird. Not. Yeah, but I don't feel like, I'm not a waif, am I? Like, I'm not delicate. I'm quite a hefty, you know, I don't feel like I'm a delicate lady. You're more likely to, like, kill than, like, say I would, but I don't think you're hefty. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I'm not very delicate, so I do think I do need, like, a hefty man. Is that personality-wise, though? Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm not, because I'm not, am I? I'm not, like, a fainting wallflower, am oh, I? Like, no. oh, save me, save me, Jonathan. So Who's I, Jonathan? I don't know. <laughs> um, There's always a John, Jonathan Harker out of Dracula. Bram Stricker's Dracula is Jonathan Harker. Okay. Um, so that was a random one, wasn't it? Um, that was a huge I just want, like, Dracula to save me. Oh, I want to be dropped by Dracula all day long. Like, yeah. I really want Jonathan Harker to save me. I'm like, excuse me, uh, I'm Bride of Dracula. See you later, move along. I'd love to be yeah. Bride of Dracula. Like, do bite me. Whenever I watch these films and she's like, no, you get to live forever. No, don't bite you get me. You to live forever. Food. Stop aging. Like, yeah, exactly. that's what all this is about. Yeah, you never want a cosmetic surgery. Just get Dracula to bite you. Like, that is the answer. I do like garlic and sunbathing, so how would this work? Yeah, he's probably, you know, if you're going to get Dracula to bite you, I think you need sunbathe, can you? No. Well, it could be like Blade, because he's moonbathe, a daywalker. Moonbathe. Yeah. Or you could be a hybrid, because Blade's a daywalker. Could be a hybrid. Mm. It's a possibility. Yes. Any vampires out there? Uh, feel free to bite us. We're here all week. Give us a call. <laughs> Give us a call. So wrapping this up, I think there are limits. And I think that it's more what people need to look at within themselves. Yes, definitely. Before they go all crazy. And think about it first before you go and do it. Don't really nearly go and have anything crazy done. But also remember that some of these people, um, especially if they're not trained doctors and nurses, they're in business. So they're not going to tell you no when maybe they should. Yeah. And be very careful who you go to. Really research and make sure they are a trained medical professional, not just somebody who is trained in aesthetics. Not your mate down the No. for listening to us on lingerie lowdown the podcast don't forget that we release a brand new episode every wednesday for you all to enjoy so if you love lingerie as much as we do make sure to catch us same time same place next week don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10 percent discount off your membership today so if you love lingerie as much as we do Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.